Sunday the 1st of August 1915. Played bridge all day, as per usual. I'm sure I don't know how I'm going to tackle the pack again after such an easy time. Never had such loafing time in my life before. Tuesday the 3rd of August 1915. The same routine goes on in hospital, but this evening three yeoman troops favoured us with a fiddle and two voices. The intermediary from Kapir brought back memories of home, went to usual flickers and the evening pyjamas supper. Wednesday the 4th of August 1915. Very anxious to know what letters are waiting for me at the front. The usual piano, fiddle and flute quartet favoured us with many of our old favourites. French artists. Played bridge all day. Thursday the 5th of August 1915. Played 500 all day for a change. Rumours going about Ashi Barber's taken. A motor car racing past a hospital caused everyone to remark, what's up? Because it had French, Belgian and other flags flying from it. A huge bag of Australian papers received today from Australian Patriots. Friday the 6th of August 1915. Still playing 500 all day. While the concert was on in the evening, and Mrs. Maycomb taught us auction bridge. Very interesting, especially with such a woman for a partner. Went to the usual pitches, etc. To have revenge on an Arabic that made three or four lashes at me with a stick last night. Saturday, the 7th of August, 1915. Surprised to see Ray Thomas, H. Mack and F.P. inquiring for me outside the hospital fence. I managed to get a little home news from them for first time for six weeks. As usual, played 500 all day and have several showers and three meals, so nothing very exciting doing. Save being told nobody is allowed out of hospital as several contagious diseases have broken out lately, necessitating the relocation of the place for a few days. Sunday, the 8th of August, 1915. Parson interrupted the card players outside by removing the piano out near the tables and starting off with a hymn, followed by a sermon. Played bridge and 500 all day long until lights out. Monday, the 9th of August, 1915. Run against Ray Thomas in hospital. Saw poor Norm's photo in the Australian. Furphy going round, more furious that Ashi Barbus taken. Went to Flickers and had French supper as usual. Tuesday, the 10th of August, 1915. Did absolutely nothing all day. The Talia is being cleaned. Something is evidently in the wind. Wednesday, the 11th of August, 1915. Marked for convalescent this morning. As expected, more wounded from Anzac Cove arrived this afternoon. A big advance was made last Friday night, the 14th being well in it. I'm wondering if things turn out at Suez. Thursday, the 12th of August, 1915. Played bridge all day. Friday, the 13th of August, 1915. Favoured with more talent. An opera singer set forth, causing a dog to howl. 
Saturday, the 14th of August, 1915. 34 disabled Australians left here for Australia. Everybody lines up to see these stumpies and wingies go, sometimes with a tear from the sisters. Motoring is in the boom all of a sudden. Went first of all for a joyride to the palace for clothes, then round Heliopolis, back to Italia for tea, and a car was hired by some generous person. And with the sister in charge of us, we set forth through Cairo, over the Nile, and through some beautiful gardens and landed back at dusk. Finished up with bridge, deck chair bridge. More 50 wounded for Italia tonight. Sunday, the 15th of August, 1915. Seems as I am going to have a job in getting away from here. But a new lot of wounded being brought in means someone has to go. Monday, the 16th of August, 1915. Nothing doing, save a few trips around Heliopolis in a motor ambulance. Went to Cairo for pay, but could only get one pound. Tuesday, the 17th of August, 1915. Played bridge nearly all day as usual. Most of the old players have gone and the game is not so interesting with all new faces. Wednesday, the 18th of August, 1915. Name once again for Halloween Convalescent Home to go in the morning. Thursday, the 19th of August, 1915. Left Italia, 9am. Red Cross Motor Ambulance to Babalook Station at 60 Perth, about 45 minutes in train. Arrived at Halloween, marched to Hotel Al Hayat Convalescent Hospital. Similar to the palace, only much smaller. Met several old friends here. By tea time, was playing tennis. Friday, the 20th of August, 1915. Tucker, best in Egypt. Look after us mealtimes. A long corridor out onto balcony. Hundreds of jack chairs are arranged in the shade. This overlooks the gardens, which separate us from the tennis courts. Visited Halloween, a small place of one man and a dog. Concerts every evening. Saturday, the 21st of August, 1915. This place has 1,400 convalescent soldiers. Played bridge and lounged about in deck chairs all day. In the evening, had a bonza game of tennis. Never expected to have this pleasure. The YMCA supplied all material necessary. I learned today nearly all officers and a great number of 14th have been cut about and killed. One platoon are wiped out. An advance was made from left flank. Sunday, 22nd of August, 1915. Church service in the morning. Cards and tennis in the evening. Lounging about in deck chairs all day. Monday, the 23rd of August, 1915. Italia Auxiliary Hospital Number no. 2, semi-convalescent hospital, is only one of the many big places the government have taken over as hospitals in Egypt. In Alexandria, they have several also. This place is for slightly wounded chaps, although there are some serious. Tuesday, the 24th of August, 1915. Halloween is supposed to be a healthy convalescent climate, but I'm hanged if I can see it at all. I fancy it is all the same all over Egypt. 
dry and cloud the skies from one week's end to another. One may stay here for months at a time and never experience a rainfall. Some of the mornings and evenings are certainly very cool and we feel the benefits of it. Lounging about in deck chairs shaded from the sun by an impromptu screen built by the natives here at a very low cost. Yet there is really little or no efficient work or material attached to them. They are made from light timber formed into a framework with straw mats tacked to form the roof. Friday, the 27th of August, 1915. Between Babalook Station and where we entered the train for Helloween, there is nothing worthy of note, save old buildings and ruins of a historical character. Once at Helloween, you can see the Nile a short distance off and several pyramids just on the other side. Saturday, 28th of August, 1915. It is very pitiful to hear some of the tales of the chaps here. They'd make you cry. Fellows limping on a stick come in with toothache, malinger here for weeks and weeks and make out they're lame. Perhaps never been to the front nor intend to go. I watched O'Hara Wood playing tennis on these courts today. He has been wounded. A big crowd going away from here. Booked for Australia today. Today I start work in this place as a ward clerk to give myself something to do. If I continue this lazy life, doing nothing and worrying about everything and not receiving any mail from home, I feel that in a very short time, I'll be insane. So I volunteer for this job, little or nothing to it. Save keep the ward book and check the roll every night with ward sergeant. Quarter bonds are cold, wind blowing a gale all day long. Nose won't stop bleeding. Things are not too good. Monday, the 30th of August, 1915. Wrote a long letter home to notify my change of address. Nothing much doing. Dine with the hospital staff as I am one of them. Pictures this evening. Very amazing to hear an Australian soldier audience at these shows. The scene was an old building somewhere in France owned by a very pretty girl. She entertains a tourist at dinner. Afterwards, she gets a jap fiddle and plays this to him. Just as she starts, one of the audience hums the Khan Khan dance. Tuesday, the 31st of August, 1915. I woke this morning with a beautiful headache and a temperature of 102 degrees. And so, of course, was sent to hospital, which is in another wing to this convalescent part. Landed there in time for dinner, which consisted of a jug of milk and milk slops. For the first time on active service, I had to refuse it. There is very little difference in one meal from another. I'm worrying my life out. Wondering what the name of good fortune is the matter with me. High temperature, headache and a severe cold. At last the MD comes round. Slight bronchial trouble is the verdict. Well, whatever the trouble is, I'm not going to stick here as I've got my appetite back and can't satisfy it on milk diet. On my temperature dropping to 99 degrees and the demand for room being great, I managed to get out and back to my old posse after expecting a serious illness. 